Hello, friends. It's me. Today, I have a special treat for you listeners. It is a bonus episode. That means there will be a regular episode up on Wednesday. This is just something a little extra. This is our Meet the Neighbors episode with One Bad Mother, our new buddies for Maximum Fun, as part of the network's block party. I had the pleasure of sitting down with Biz to talk about parenting our own families as well as parenting in the animal kingdom, because you know it wouldn't be a Just the Zoo of Us experience without an animal fact info dump. You'll hear more about what's going on with the network, the block party, and the One Bad Mother podcast, which, by the way, you should totally check out. It is a total breath of fresh air and a lighthouse in the storm of parenthood. I absolutely could not have asked for a warmer welcome. I will be back with our next episode in just a couple of days, and in the meantime, enjoy! This week on One Bad Mother, you plus me and the hagfish make three. We are talking to Ellen Weatherford of the new Max Fun podcast, Just the Zoo of Us. Plus, it's the first ever Max Fun block party. Woo! Hello. Woo! Ellen, hello. <laughs> it's really more of like a one bad hagfish that's happening right now, don't you think? I don't know if I would use the word bad to describe the hagfish. Like super cool? Or, or, or is the hagfish very much not cool? The hagfish is like, no, it's a very square hagfish. It's not awesome. There are a lot of great things about the hagfish and a lot of, from the human perspective, <laughs> yes. not so great things about hagfish. This is good. So you know mixed what? I, feelings. Let's just move on from hagfish. And <laughs> instead, uh, so... So I, this is where we're at. Everybody's very confused. What's happening? Why is Biz yelling at us? Who is Ellen? What is a zoo? Why are we doing this? Okay, this is the Max Fun Block Party. It's something new. We're getting together. We're meeting each other. And, and by meeting each other, I mean literally podcaster meeting each other because we all live in different places and we're all in our own closets or bedrooms or whatever. And it would be weird if I was in Ellen's closet right now. And it's just a chance to learn about the different shows that Max Fun has. Because if you're like me, you probably get like very much like, I listen to one thing and that is it. And, just <laughs> the only thing I, and then you forget there are all these other podcasts. And there are several new podcasts, which is why Ellen is here. <laughs> Yeah, hi. I'm a noob <laughs> on uh, Maximum Fun. Uh, I'm here from the, the new show, Just the Zoo of Us. It's a new show on Maximum Fun. Yes, it's not we've a new been show doing, in general. Right. Right. Yeah, we've been doing it for a hot minute. But yeah, so this is kind of like my way of like knocking on your door and showing up at your doorstep with a plate of hot cookies and being like, hey, new neighbor here. Well, see, now it should really be the opposite. I should be in your closet with cookies, being like, <laughs> welcome to the neighborhood. I want to just, I want to, uh, and this is exactly what I would do if I was in your closet with cookies, welcoming <laughs> you to the neighborhood. I'd be snooping out your space, mm -hmm. uh, seeing how you decorated. What did you do? Who do you know? You know, all the good <laughs> stuff. Go through your medicine cabinet, maybe some drawers. What do you have in the fridge? Rummaging. Some rummaging. general rummaging. Basically a neighborly rummage is what <laughs> I would do. So tell me about Just the Zoo of Us. Yeah, of course. So Just the Zoo of Us is a podcast that I make sometimes with my husband, sometimes with various guest experts who join me from all sorts of different um, animal-related fields. 
and we review animals by rating them out of 10 in different categories. So each week it's a different animal. We do like a kind of a deep dive into each animal and just learn a lot of really cool stuff about them. Hagfish was one of them. Um, We talked about hagfish. That was really fun. And yeah, so we do this every week. And it's it's really fun time. It's you know we we just kind of sit down and get to like geek out about some cool animal we learned a bunch of stuff <laughs> out about this week. So it's just like a weekly info dump that we get to do. It's really fun. All right, I have to ask: Were you one of Krat's kids? Were you a wild Cratter? Were you like one of the Krat brothers? Did you are they an inspiration to you? Because I freaking love the wild Krats. <laughs> yes, but my introduction to them was from Zabumafu. Oh yeah, Zabumafu. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, when no, they we did Zabumafu. We can go way back. <laughs> Actually, by the time they started doing like the wild Kratz thing, yeah. like I had already kind of like moved on from the of PBS course. age. But um, yeah. but yeah, I was a Zabumafu kid. See, uh, we have kids, and wild Kratz saved our lives in terms of watching things on TV. And so mm. they do have a very catchy new Wild Kratz song. Gonna go wild, wild Kratz, gonna go wild. <laughs> anyway, and my husband and I constantly threaten to dress up like Chris and Martin Kratz for all of my tweens' important events. Now, back to just the zoo of us. Here is my next question. You said, when I first, when I, when I first heard you were moving down to the block, I saw the description about rating ranking rating animals mm-hmm. and I thought I can't wait to do this with you <laughs> but then I listened to the show and I was like oh yes you actually talk I was thinking maybe you just went hagfish mm, four it's like right? don't care like, for it <laughs> bad vibes like, yeah, that, mm, yeah the name needs a little work uh yeah, but yeah you're right it does yeah so you know four on a mm. feminist scale a one we shouldn't be calling things hags anymore anyway but you guys go deep dive so when you're ranking tell me about what it means when you say you are ranking them because I really would just be like mm, they're having a Monday no thanks they're, they're like a six yeah and sometimes that is kind of the energy we bring especially and we do aesthetics as a category mm-hmm. so that's just like i don't like what they've got going on face wise you know like sometimes it's just not a good look right yeah, so sure they might and you know sometimes we disagree <laughs> on what things sure. should get a, a higher or low score on aesthetics but for the most part like i gotta say usually most animals rank pretty high be- because they've been evolving to do what they do for millions and millions of years so they're probably pretty good at it okay and Uh. it's really kind of arbitrary in some ways you know it's really (laughs) just an excuse to talk about some cool stuff about cool animals sometimes when guests come on uh guests will use the opportunity to rate an animal to really get out some of their frustrations with their study animals they'll be like um i'm gonna give this one a two because it bit me (laughs) oh okay i just you know not it's not my show and i shouldn't do this but i like do you need a flushing like a toilet flushing sound when somebody gets a low one like the hagfish bit me and gets a two flush <laughs> wah, wah. no probably not guys it's not that kind of show it's <laughs> yeah we, we i mean i even sometimes feel bad if i have oh, to yeah. give something a low score what's you the know, lowest so score I, come on what's the lowest score who has gotten your like, lowest score the lowest score because they're in categories right so usually sure. um we try not to like, we try to make sure that like, oh, maybe it didn't do so well in this category, but does well, it does well in something else. I think that we've probably given the lowest like aesthetic score to this creature called the bot fly. Have you ever heard of it? No. 
Which it's is not surprising. great. Oh, look, I got Gabe's giving me the face. It's not good. No. Oh, no. Um, the so we gave line. that one a pretty, a pretty not great uh, review. Sometimes we'll do like a, a jellyfish or like They're a pretty. sponge or something that doesn't do anything, right? So they might get a low, uh, a low ingenuity score because they're not doing anything. Do you, you mean know, so. they, they are doing something when they are calming? And to me, I'm like, oh, jellyfish. Oh my gosh, I love a good jellyfish. Right? Have you ever right? seen like, um, the Monterey Bay Aquarium? Like, yes, they're, they, they have the live feed. Yeah. Yes, because we were all trapped at home, Ellen, <laughs> with our children. Ellen, for a really long time, Ellen. Like, it's like, <laughs> they're, my children oh, yeah. were here a lot. Yeah, I know y'all are familiar with that Monterey Bay <laughs> live yeah, camp. That Monterey Bay <laughs> was a bit of a lifesaver, is what that was. All right, what is, okay, is there an animal that you've ranked that you wish you could go back and apologize to? That you're like, you know what? That wasn't fair. That wasn't fair. <laughs> um, there are some that, like, we, we would talk about and then later on new research would come out that showed something different from what we said. Like like one was that we, you know, we talked about a manta ray. Yeah. And we were like, eh, not that much interesting to say about the manta rays behavior wise. And then like later on, somebody yeah. told us like, oh, they passed a mirror test for like self-recognition. Yeah. And like turns out they're way smarter than we thought they were. And we were like, oh man, we kind of did them dirty on that one. We probably shouldn't have dragged them like that. <laughs> where are you getting your, re- where are you doing your research, Ellen? I love that you're like, well, we just, we're like, eh, they're boring. They're like, I'm like, where? And they certainly where, were not. Where do you get your facts? And they just like, from a guy on the subway. Yes. Apparently it was deep in the literature. Deep in the literature. <laughs> That's right. Not the initial Google search. For no. The, do you, you just like animals? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, guys. Yeah. When I was a little kid. I remember like watching Animal Planet and learning like the word zoologist, like the first time it was on the screen. I was like, that's it. That's the one. That's the word. (laughs) Like, that's going to be my guiding light. You know, I was kind of always wanted to like be a zoologist or do something in an animal (laughs) field. And academics wise, it didn't pan out. I wasn't a great student. (laughs) Me either. Of course, it did not pan (laughs) out for me. Um, But I kind of used the podcast as a way to weasel myself into uh, doing like animal related stuff. Like I took like a weird backdoor sort of yeah. path to doing an animal related thing, I guess. No, no, I love it. I like I am all about manipulating one's circumstances to meet the make things that make us joy. I want to say, because if you if you already are familiar with One Bad Mother, it's not a podcast for children. Mm-hmm. Um, not even a little. Guys, <laughs> I'm going to be really clear. It's not for children. That's for but, after the kids get out of the car. Yeah, after they're out of car line, walking <laughs> with a stroller and headphones or something, breastfeeding at like two in the morning. This is the time. But Just the Zoo of Us is a great show <laughs> to listen to with children or to, if you've got children that are old enough to listen to podcasts on their own, like, you know, they're just in their room or hanging out or long road trips. I feel much less like a like a shame spiral when we listen to podcast <laughs> versus twenty four hours of switch play. Uh, but I'm a switch mom. It's okay. <laughs> I know, I'm a switch mom too. Do you have kids? Do you have? Kids? I have two children. Gabe, I needed to know you had two kids. Hold on. All right. You have to go back and do the whole show. Over. All right. I'm going to reveal something about you. 
that I just learned. <laughs> you have kids. I do. And I've been walking around here like a jerk. Uh, <laughs> thinking that you were just this person who loved animals so much and started a podcast. Tell me who, who's in your house, who lives in your house. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll go oldest to youngest. Um, okay. Oldest is my husband, Christian. Um, okay. Also my co-host on our like regular episodes, I suppose. Yep. Uh, next is me, Mama. <laughs> mm-hmm. Next is my dog, Puppy. She's 10 years old. Oi. She's a beagle. <laughs> What's that dog's name? That's puppy. Important. Puppy? It's Puppy. Oh, good job. Puppy. Which is great because she's 10 years old. Yeah. Um, She's a really cranky old lady. So next after her is my oldest son, Isaac. Uh, He's seven years old. (laughs) And he's the the Minecraft aficionado of the family. Me and Isaac are the ones kind of usually duking it out over like we're trying to uh, argue for switch time. Switch time, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I have to go ahead. Tell me who the last one is. Oh, the last two are after Isaac is my cat. Um, His name is Aki. And my son came up with that name when he was four years old. Yes. So it was just kind of like he was like smashing syllables together. Yeah. Um, came up with Aki. So he's nice. the cat. And then the youngest is Baby Finley. Um, Who's 32. <laughs> <laughs> just like puppy. Finley. So how old is Baby Finley? Finley is just about to turn one year old. Oh, my God. He's a this, baby We're about baby. to change the whole show where we're doing right now, everybody. How are you? How are you doing? We're good. No, um, don't lie to me. How are you? You have a less than a one-year-old in your house. All oh, right? Yeah. And a seven-year-old. Yeah. And really, you know, the seven-year-old is, is so good with the one-year-old. You know, yeah, he's sure. so sweet. Sure. They're, they're very sweet to each other. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, it can be a lot, especially considering that, like, my – so my older son is my son and my first son, but Finley is my husband's first child. Um, so it's kind of interesting. Like I've done all this stuff before. I've kind of like seen it, but for my husband, it's like, he's, he's a first time parent co-parenting with a second time parent. And so like the vibe is very different sometimes. Oh no. I bet that makes actually a tremendous amount of sense that like, yeah, the vibe would be, you're like, yep, I'm just going to pick that pacifier up off the floor, wipe it off on my leg and stick Mm -hmm. it right back in my baby's mouth. I'm not saying that's what you do. But, oh, no, I pop uh, it in my own mouth. Yeah, I just, clean. Like. That's right. Uh, give it to the dog. Give it to puppy to lick off. You're good. Uh, mm. And I'm going to assume that <laughs> your partner is less like that right now. Yeah. Breaking, breaking their spirit slowly. <laughs> he's he's certainly in the lawful good column. Yeah. Um, yes. He's very much like a by the book sort of person. So um, he's wanting to Wait, follow there's protocol. A book. There's um, a book that helps. Honestly, like when I was pregnant with Finley, yeah. Christian was the one reading the pregnancy and child oh, book birth late at night. Yeah. Um, you oh, know, like, good job. have you done this? <laughs> good like, job. That's nice. Like, Do we have a birth plan? It's going to come out some yeah, way. So I was like, I was like <laughs> we're going to play that by ear. So, you know, it's just like the being like a first time parent, like yeah. raising a child with a non first time parent. It, it, there hasn't it hasn't led to any sort of like conflict Good. i guess like i bring a sort of perspective yeah. of like you know this is not that big a deal it's fine yeah. um but then he also brings that sort of like oh well this is what the current you know these are what yeah. the current guidelines are and you know this is like all the new stuff that's come out so <laughs> you it can keeps have peanut me from butter being, again 
Right. Like, <laughs> what's the deal with honey? Can we can we do honey? Know, what are we, we doing? Do honey again? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> so like, yeah, it's like I, I I have that sort of like, eh, it's fine, everything's good. But he's like keeping me from being set in my ways and like bringing new stuff in. So well, that's it good. Makes, it, Actually, makes a good that's, dynamic. That's an, that is a good way to put it. That is an interesting <laughs> dynamic. So with just the zoo of us i mean obviously it's great for uh animal nerds like me and like you and like all like like, who are just like tell me more like i was listening to one and the foot was backwards it was a recent one and like what was that looks like a little hedgehog but it's not Mm -hmm. yeah echidna yeah the kidna and like you're like it's foot starts (laughs) off going the correct way all feet tend to go and these little <laughs> finger hands go backwards and i was like Ooh. right yeah it was pretty cool but outside of us what what is a good age range for the show um and i know, you know it really depends on your kid and stuff but yeah and we we bring a lot of like anime and video game references in because that's like the kind of stuff we're into yeah um so we, we're dropping a lot of like pop culture i wouldn't say a lot right you can follow along without being familiar with all the weird stuff we're into um, <laughs> but like, i think we bring an element of humor that's like particularly funny to people that's like within like my age range like you know yeah. mid 20s i'm about to be 27 so Woo! like you know, that sort that of age range, be- just because of like the cultural references, I guess, that we make. But we've got a lot of, you know, a lot of people have reached out to us that are like families that all listen together, like oh, parents that listen with their kiddos. I know a lot of kids listen by themselves. Like yeah. a lot of times parents will like type out an email for their little yeah. kiddo that will. And that's led to some really interesting, really fun, like back and forth. I had like a family that said they were listening to our show on a trip where they went tide pooling and found sea stars and they were like could you do an episode on sea stars i was like i don't know anything about sea stars and also they're very confusing and i don't i was like that's intimidating so i looked up a sea star expert and i found like the sea star expert like the guy that you talk to about sea stars Yeah. yeah And he came on my show and Yay! got to talk about sea stars. And we like answered this little girl's question. And it was just, it was so like, I know that if that had been me as a little yeah. kid, that would have been like a core memory. Like, you know, from like inside out where the core yeah. memories get stored yeah, yeah, in there, yeah. that would have been like a little something that I would have thought about for the rest of my life. So I was I, like, well, what's yeah. also awesome about, I'm always like fascinated by what do you want to be when you grow up? Like mm-hmm. that sort of question. And I think even I, as a not 27-year-old uh, person, uh, will be like, that's a job? Right? right? Like you could specialize in something like that. And I would have to imagine that this show, besides learning about all these awesome animals, people who listen are learning about like these really specific like areas that you could study or you know do for a job later or I just think that's I think that's so awesome it is it's really interesting and especially that you know I I try to make sure that I'm getting people from a lot of different backgrounds yeah so people are coming on and it's not like the same story over and over again you know like oh I've always been interested in this and this is just what I was always going to do um and then you know it was smooth sailing from there you know like sometimes I talk to people who are like oh I'm a marine biologist but I was born and raised in the deserts of Arizona you know or like (laughs) like people that have taken very interesting paths to get into the career that they're in so like it kind of 
brings a little perspective into like it brings the human element into like the nature adjacent fields i guess it's been really speaking interesting. of humans have you ever ranked the world's most dangerous animal man no. <laughs> said in a in a q a episode we did recently i kind of said that i will not do yeah, that that's very smart because it has the p- potential to get so problematic so fast oh, yeah. and no, like that is problematic not... just even bringing it up <laughs> like it's like I, yeah. yeah no yeah. we don't don't do that no and i would I am super interested in like the evolution of the human yeah. like species and like how they're different from other primates and like features that we still share with other primates. Yeah. Super interesting, interested in all of that stuff, but that's not necessarily something I want to start assigning. Let's talk not. about fingers. How good are they at using them? Right. So like, good. <laughs> we are pretty good at using them. Um, my kid just learned how to snap their toes. So what? Yeah. I know they can snap their toes. They're horrible at snapping their fingers. So I just was like, try doing it with your toes. I've Uh, never heard of anyone doing that ever in my life. Because he was already in bed, you know, snapping away. And he's like, can you hear that? I'm like, is that you? Now, whenever my child says, can you hear that? I'm going to go. I just assume we are talking about toe snapping. And I go, whoa, it's so loud. Never in my life have I heard of anyone snapping their toes. Are you trying it right now? I absolutely know that I can't. <laughs> no, I'm like, snap. That, uh, yes, well, there you go. It's a, apparently, it's a family trait. Wow. I know. I know. <laughs> That's paradigm um, shifting. <laughs> it, it, it is. There you go. You can say, just have my feet on as a guest on the show. Um, all right. You said that you were way into anime and video games. So just for fun, because people are just kind of getting to know us, we're we're big into uh, Link. It's not, is it Link's Awakening? Legend of Zelda? Mm-hmm. Link's Awakening. Yes, Link's Awakening. The the real one. Not the cute one that's like, there's another one. Sure. Like, that's very cute. And we also did that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, Animal Crossing. Have, oh, yeah. I love Animal Crossing. Have you ever ranked the animals on Animal Crossing? Because there's an animal that just moved on to my <laughs> oldest uh, island. And it's basically a balloon? I don't know. It's got, you could pull the thing out of the back of its head and I guess it would deflate. I, I think I know, know the one you're talking about. Yeah. 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 Some of them. Um, we haven't them. like done any Animal Crossing centric <laughs> content. That's a great idea for a bonus episode. Yeah, there you go. There you um, go. But I do have friends that make a podcast specifically about oh. just the animals that you can find in Animal Crossing, <laughs> not the villagers no, or whatever you call animals. them, the campers or whatever, but yeah. the, the the bugs and the fish oh. and the stuff that you can catch. And they're they're fantastic. They do, you know, kind of like what we do, like a deep dive, you know, like yeah. everything you could want to know. And I feel like every time I'm like, OK, I kind of already get what this bug is about. Surely nothing can surprise yeah. me about this bug. And then every time I'm like, wow, OK, never yep. mind. See, that's it. That's a I, good podcast for those of us who like say to that owl at the museum i'm good no i don't want to hear your interesting facts i gotta move on and sell some fish yeah uh, i did catch a moray eel this morning and i was oh, very excited gosh, i didn't know that they were available and then suddenly i was like oh it's a moray eel and i was that was exciting have you guys ever ranked anything else that's not an animal but is like animal related because again i'm thinking about like other video games, anime, stuff like Pokemon. Have you ranked Pokemon? Have you? Um, <laughs> no, but I did start doing a series of TikToks 
about oh. the real animals that certain Pokemon are based on. What? Um, I haven't that's, done one in a few weeks, but I started. Fun. I they were they got pretty popular. Um, I was uh, having so much fun. Like I would like people would request a Pokemon, mm-hmm. and I would do a whole video like this Pokemon is based yeah. on this animal, and then do like a little video about it, like how like what features they have in common and yeah. That was really... I've played Pokemon my whole life. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't I, understand it. You'll have my, to come back on and talk to me about how to play freaking Pokemon because uh, Ellis is just getting into it. Mm-hmm. And right now, there's just a lot of yelling about, is this a powerful <laughs> card or not? And I'm like, it says it's powerful. I don't know what to tell you. What is oh, your friend Oh, they're doing the say? cards. They're doing the cards. They mm-hmm. are the card game players. And I don't know what's happening. I have about 600 Pokemon cards, and I've never played this. I've never played the game oh ever. Do I you, play the video games, but I don't play oh, the, the card well, game. If you ever want to do some swapping or just make <laughs> a seven-year-old's day, just drop those in the mail, buddy, because uh, yeah. good God. We need a Charizard, everybody. <laughs> we need a Charizard EX. I don't Except know what Charizard I'm saying. Beacon. Yeah, Charizard. <laughs> just put it out in the world. Charizard EX. This is awesome. Are you, uh, I don't know. What else do you want to talk about? (laughs) So, yeah, I did uh, kind of prepare a little bit of like some fun treats. I uh, love treats. Because your podcast is about kind of an exploration of the parenting experience. Yes, that Um, is a very polite way to say it is a podcast about being haggard and broken. (laughs) (laughs) It is an exploration of the parenting experience. (laughs) Sorry, an exploration. Right, okay. Um, and so I did, I just wanted to kind of like blend our yes. two topics together and I kind of prepared some, some little fun treats about okay. animals that have interesting parenting techniques. Do I get to rank them? Yeah. Yes! <laughs> so I'll describe to you what this animal does okay. to, to parent their young and you just give me a, a if you want to do stars, if you okay. want to do out of 10, do All what, right. I, if you want to do a Everybody, report card. I'm- I'm going to go pull some toilet flushing sound effects. Let's get on some something. I don't know. We'll find something. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to try not to keep you too long. So I'm going to try to wrap these up pretty quick. Oh, Um, please. But they're very, they're very interesting. (laughs) The first one is an octopus. Have you ever, do you know anything about like the like life cycle of an octopus? No, I just know that they're very smart. They are very smart. They are um, very and this smart. is surprising. They're big. They're yeah. smart. They only live like one to two years. No. It's a pretty quick life cycle. Okay. So they're what's called terminal breeders. Ew. What does that um, mean? That so sounds this, like a name in Brooklyn that somebody's like it named doesn't sound parents. Great. <laughs> yeah. And it's it not like- great either. <laughs> um, so an octopus only breeds once in their life cycle. That's nice. So once octopus mom lays her egg, she the rest of her life cycle is dedicated to taking care of her eggs. She doesn't eat. She doesn't rest. She just protects her eggs, waves her eight little tentacly yes. arms over them, protects them from predators. She uses her like siphon to blow yeah. water over the eggs to keep them aerated and keep sediment from settling on them. Mm-hmm. And um, she dies like a shortly after the eggs hatch. And... That's so, that's her life. Um, yeah, that that is her life. Yeah, I, I hear you, octopus. <laughs> I feel you, especially those early years. Uh, it's like they just stop being a self right away. They right. just immediately really embrace the full myth of motherhood. Just lean all the way into <laughs> they it. They lean yeah. way in. <laughs> 
And so it's it's kind of a thought that this is like a self-destruct sequence that their brain sets off. There's like a gland behind their eyes that shuts off her hunger cues so she doesn't like feel like a hunger impulse anymore. And it's thought that that's because octopuses tend to be cannibals and they tend to eat each other. So when her brain tells her like no more eating, it keeps her from eating her babies. I think that the nerve, whatever that is, is saying, yeah, sorry, mm-hmm. it's over for you. Like, yeah, like I mean, we're you're not, not going to be a any more things. You're not going to be like, so we're just going to, so that you don't ever get sad about it. <laughs> you're ju- we're just terminating all your feelings about right. everything. I don't, I don't. <laughs> No, I'm torn on this. I am torn on the stark reality and acceptance that octopus moms clearly have evolved to accept. It's so like extreme, right? Like, yeah, but as it's not a, healthy. Don't emulate this. Yeah, no, I, that, that's just it. Is that I'm like, if I saw that octopus on Instagram, I would not be mentally well after that. Probably, I'd be harboring some self judgment. Um, ooh. I, it's a tough one. I don't like to judge mothers. Um, <laughs> I don't like to judge other people's parenting styles. But if I was going to score it, oh, that's hard. Because I'm like, oh, I want to intervene in these poor octopuses' lives and say, you can be a 10. Let's just remove. But then I don't want to mess. The women have been hospitalized and had things taken out of their brains for years just because they wanted to be a self. I don't know. This is a very feminist conundrum for me. It is. I'm just going to say... That that octopus is doing a great job. Great job. Because they are making the best choice for them and their family, I think. I think. For sure. You're putting, yeah. me, you're putting me in a spot. I hope you can just be like, that one's doing a horrible job. They're not- <laughs> so some of these actually I did kind of gather because specifically because they do a bad job. Oh, good. So that we can talk trash mm-hmm. about somebody's parenting. Right. Because we don't yeah. like to do that on our show. All right. First up ahead. being the quokka. Have you ever heard I, of the quokka? Uh, does it make the same noise as its name? <laughs> no, that would be really cute, though. Wouldn't it? Um, you've probably seen pictures of a quokka. It's a little marsupial. Okay. Um, they, you may have seen pictures because they're very popular to take selfies with because they have, like, a resting <laughs> smile face. Like, they just have this adorable little smile. So they're, like, super, super cute. Everybody loves okay. them. All right. So being a marsupial, Mama Quaka keeps her baby in a pouch. Yeah, sure. If Quaka mom is in a tight spot and yeah. she feels threatened by a predator, she may drop her baby out of the pouch and okay. book it. Yeah. And she just leaves. Yeah. Like she leaves the baby as like a decoy for the predator and she just hightails it. She's like, here you go. You can have this. And she just bounces. Like she's like, sorry yeah, for it, like, but sorry. I can make more of you. And yeah. she just like leaves. She does not have that that thing. Like the octopus. She's like, not only am I going to drop you and run, I'm going to go eat a pizza and maybe some ice cream. Just right? like right now. I'm, I'm, I'm all right. Look at me. They are too much of a self let's everybody let's just try and find a little balance in life <laughs> um well again yeah. i don't want to judge because maybe somebody wasn't ready to be a mother <laughs> maybe 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 somebody it's teetering on a very deep question mm-hmm. all right about uh mothers and children um hmm i'm gonna have to still go with you're doing a good job. And who am I to judge? Who am I to judge? Still doing a good job. Still doing I, a good Not what I would do. Not what I would do. Okay. 
Okay. Not, and that but I like, also didn't sleep train. So, <laughs> you know, you tell me what's worse. Who's, it's who's the real... like, something that I like, I'm always coming into. I'm like, mm, am I bringing too much human perspective yes. into this? You know, like, am I, <laughs> am I like being harsh on this because it doesn't yeah. suit with my like human morals? Um, right. Or am I just aware that deep inside I would also throw my <laughs> child out of my pouch and run and have pizza? So, I mean, you know, I really can't. I I've never know. been in this. I've never been threatened by a predator. So, like, I really well, can't I say. Have, but I didn't have my children around to, like, use as decoys. So who am I to say what I would do? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do one more. One more. One more. OK, I'll end on um, okay. a good note. This is I wanted to spotlight a good dad. Oh, um, dads. A good dad. It's emus. <gasps> emu dads emu are amazing. Okay, so tell me. The mom emu, she basically just comes and lays the egg, which she has these beautiful, like, big, dark yeah. green eggs, like mm-hmm. emerald green eggs. Okay. Um, she lays the eggs in the nest, and then she is like, goodbye. She dips, like, and she never sees those babies again. So dad so stays So already behind. she's A-plus because she has left the baby with somebody responsible. She's like, you got this? This is you good, right? It? This is I'm fine. Good. Um, I, have so a, I want to go live on <laughs> a commune with a group of other emu ladies and make pottery. All right, good. <laughs> so she Great. dips. Um, <laughs> so dad emu stays at the nest and he incubates the eggs. So he sits on them until they hatch, protects right. them, keeps something from coming and grabbing them and making off with them. Yep. He uh, Once the emus hatch, he takes care of them alone for like, six months great like even if you know he he might have like you know three four five and emus are not small um emus are big big boys um and it's it'd be really funny you can see videos of these little families that's a bunch of little awkward teenager emus and they're all like waddling behind big daddy emu who's like (laughs) like leading them around and showing them how to like be a good emu yeah this is what i expect we need to get that emu a t-shirt that says, not the babysitter, right? Like, <laughs> I love it. I, good job, emu dad, doing yeah. the thing that we expect <laughs> from you. All, everybody should be pulling an emu dad and letting the emu moms in their life go off and sit around braless and make pottery. I don't know, He's guys. setting maybe the standard. I, I definitely could be in a place myself about where I'd like to be right now. So <laughs> making pottery uh, in a commune. I love these. I'm ranking that guy. I'm ranking both. That whole couple, they get like two thumbs up and a good job and maybe a gift card to Target. Like they get (laughs) maybe, depends on if I have one like rummaging around in my purse from buying a lot of toilet paper. They, I think they're amazing. That was a good one to end on. I, I, I wanted to really like spotlight not only that like because a lot of a lot of animals do like egalitarian parenting. Oh, I'm sure. it's not unheard of. Yeah. No. Um, but I like the, the you know like the you don't often see this dynamic of like in the animal kingdom outside of humans. Yeah. Like the dad taking on the primary caretaker role. Um, and it's really it's really heartwarming to see. I love them. I love it. All right, stay at home dads network. We know you're out there. <laughs> I, we need to make some, like, uh, emu logos, emu shirts for the next dad con. I love it. <laughs> Let the emu be your mascot. I love it. Ellen, thank you for coming over, or letting me come and visit you at this Max Fun Block Party. I've also brought a casserole. It's, you just put it in the freezer 
Uh, and then anytime, take it out, 3.50, boom, 30 minutes. You He's want the got. dish back? Something. I do not need the <laughs> dish back. I, it, it's okay because I want to sever all communication from this point forward. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Max Fun. Thank you so much. This has been such a warm welcome. We will have to have you back on for a full-on One Bad Mother episode where we really deep dive into some other parenting animals because that was fun. Oh, I got some stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I want you to bring the stuff. I love it. I got stuff. (laughs) All right, Gabe, let's get that on the calendar. So everybody, you already are listening to a Max Fun podcast right now, which is how we showed up in your feed. Surprise, we're also in your closet. (laughs) Um, So now somewhere, I'm sure there's a link right now just waiting for you to click and find out how you can like hear Ellen and Christian and just the zoo of us over and over and over. They've got a whole backlog of shows you can already listen to. And these are not, there is not a cat or a dog on there, guys. There are, it is <laughs> deep, cuts. Deep, deep cuts. That's right. This is like definitely deep cut. B-side on the like album that came out before the hit album. Like these are all these guys. And of course you can find One Bad Mother lurking about as well. Thank you so much, Ellen. Thank you, Biz. It's been so nice to meet you and talk to you. This has been a lot of fun. It has been very fun talking to you. And by the way, you're doing an excellent job. One year old and seven year old. Dear God, I like that every those that combination. My face is just like, ah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I mean, I know it's a joy, but that's it's what also... Minecraft is for, baby. I know. That's why. That's why I'm like, like, <laughs> like. Uh, oh, do you need some help with Link right now? Okay, I, I, I'll help you. I'll help you defeat that. Sure. Oh, yeah. I'll help you get Let that just, shrine. Do you need help? I'll help you with the shrine. No worries. No, no, no. I'm not gonna give you the switch back. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I like when when my seven year old comes up to me and he he likes to watch me play Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Oh yeah. So Mine likes to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know I can burn through a shrine and you know. Yeah a few minutes and it, t- it takes him a long time so he'll be like um do you think that for my screen time today uh i could watch you play yes! breath oh, of the wild and i'm like maybe i'm like oh if you insist I you guess. gotta Are really you sure? t- twist my arm but yeah i guess I, I could find if time. i have to yes good i'm so glad we both have the same book on switch parenting all right guys both of us separately we'll talk to you later bye Thanks. bye <laughs> 